Your metabolism is what's working for you 24-7 all of the time, whether or not you actually are doing anything. And your metabolism is what's burning 70% of the calories that you're burning every single day. This is the Illuminate Podcast, and I am your host, Rebecca Boatman. I am fascinated with human relationships, from going on first dates to understanding attachment styles and how our personal spiritual mission plays a big role in all of it. I created this podcast to invite you into conversations with inspiring leaders and I as we explore different topics surrounding dating, relationships, money, and spirituality. Before we start, make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And my one ask and a great way that you can contribute to the podcast is to leave a five-star review. And now let's jump in. Today's episode is with my friend and fitness mentor, Megan Janice, who is an online women's nutrition and fitness coach, and it is her mission to help liberate as many women as possible from the lies of diet culture. She is passionate about showing women that food is their friend, not their enemy, and that us women need to be eating more, not less, in order to have a healthy, strong body that we can keep year round. Megan loves educating women on how the secret to our lasting fitness success is rooted in the speed of our metabolism and that by eating more and doing shorter, more effective workouts, we will be able to lose more fat, build more muscle, and easily maintain those results for life with a truly sustainable, balanced lifestyle. I'm here with my lovely trainer and dear friend, Megan. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. <laughs> of course. So I worked with Megan for, what, two years before I met her in person. Mm-hmm. And then we recently got to meet in person for the first time ever in Mexico, which was really special. She put on a badass retreat, <laughs> and she has changed my life in so many ways, and I am so passionate about her message So I wanted to bring it to all the listeners and I will pass it to you and you can share. How did you get into becoming an incredible fitness trainer and getting women to eat a ton of food? (laughs) Yeah, so almost, I don't know, like seven or eight years ago, I knew literally absolutely nothing about fitness and I was just starting to feel pretty uncomfortable in my body. I was starting to gain weight faster than I ever had before. So I was like, okay, I need to do something, you know, and I started, you know, just like so many other women who are so kind of confused about what they should do. So I would just do like random workout videos and stuff. And since I went from doing absolutely nothing to doing something, I started to, you know, lose some weight. But I remember just being really like, but how do I get these like toned legs? And how do I get that really like pop and bubble butt and (laughs) sculpted abs and all of that? And so I was like, okay, you know what? I need to probably go to a gym. There's probably a reason why people go to gyms. So I joined one and I just felt so lost in there. And, you know, I would do the typical like, okay, I guess I'll just walk on the treadmill and I guess I'll do some random ab circuits. It was very disorganized. But throughout all this time, I was obsessively researching, trying to figure out like, okay, how, you know, how does this work? How do you actually get fit? And finally, I came across one website, um, which is called Muscle for Life Fitness. Shout out to Mike Matthews, who owns that website. He's amazing. And it was kind of the first time I really discovered like actual reasoning, actual science to how to get fit. And it was the first time I understood that, you know, 
When we say we want to tone up as women, that actually means we want to gain muscle. So it was the first time I realized that it's not about how much you weigh. It's where does weight come from and that there's different sources of weight. It's not just all one. Um, and so that, you know, gaining weight is not necessarily bad because we want to put on weight from muscle mass. And then when we say we want to lose weight, the type of weight we want to lose is body fat. So that was the first time I really understood that. And then I, I decided to read his book. Um, and that's where I really got educated that, you know, in order to put on muscle, which meant, you know, toning up, getting that nice feminine physique, it was going to involve lifting challenging weights. So not just like randomly doing a whole bunch of different workouts all the time, doing a ton of cardio. It was literally the opposite that you want to focus on your big lifts like squats, deadlifts, all of that good stuff, bench press, um, and just get really, really strong at them. And then he also talked about macronutrients, so protein, carbs, and fats, and how it actually wasn't so much about or it wasn't so much about what you ate to build muscle, lose fat. It was more about the amount you were eating and making sure that you were getting the right amount of each of those macros. And that's when I learned, you know, you really need to emphasize getting plenty of protein because protein is the building block of muscle and that actually you do need to be eating a ton of carbs mm -hmm. because carbs actually is the source of fuel for you to be able to go in the gym and do the workouts you need to do to put on the muscle in the first place. So it all kind of seemed a little bit like too easy in a way. I was like, huh, like I'm not sure if this is going to work, but you know, this is what he's saying to do in this book and he has it all backed up. So I went in the gym, started following his workouts, and, you know, I was now only doing like 45 minutes instead of like three hours, which I had been doing before and not really getting anywhere. And it was very intimidating at first because, you know, like I was like, oh, my gosh, these like big weights and, you know, it's only only the hulky guys doing this. But I was like, OK, I really want these results. I'm just going to do it. And I just got started and I realized, you know, it actually really wasn't scary. Nobody cared. Nobody was laughing at me. And it was really quick that I started to see results after that. And I just remember being so astounded. Like I started seeing my abs coming in. I started seeing like toned arm definition for the first time ever, literally within even just like two weeks of doing training in this way. So it was just like a complete like mindset shift and just realizing like, oh, OK, it's not about working out so hard or like starving yourself or doing this like trendy diet. It's really about getting strong and then fueling your body appropriately so you actually can put on that muscle. And then it just went from there and I kept learning more and more and just was very obsessed and decided, yeah, to, to share that story with other women so they could have the same results too. Wow. Wow. I love that you said it seemed too easy, you know, or mm -hmm. seemed too, too like, you know, simple. Mm -hmm. especially because I feel we are so programmed to not eat carbs and that <laughs> carbs are the enemy, which is so not true. And when before I hired Megan, that was what I believed, right? I would avoid carbs. I didn't think that they were going to help me. I, I literally thought, okay, if I go work out, I go work out hard and I also just don't eat a lot, I'm going to get in the best shape ever. Like I'm going to mm -hmm. continue. And it didn't work. It doesn't work. You know, you're tired, you're hangry, your moods are all over the place, <laughs> you're not putting on the muscle. So what was wild is in nine months of having a trainer in person, not not Megan, someone else, and then I hired Megan after that, the results that I saw with Megan within just four weeks versus what I had 
over those nine months are drastically different, meaning I saw results, muscle definition with Megan within just four weeks, like more changes than I had in nine months with the other trainer. And this is because Megan was so on top of me to eat food. (laughs) She's like, you need, you know, you need to eat a ton of carbs. You need to eat a ton of protein. And that was a whole mind F. That was such a mind F. Like, you know, talk about having breakfast, lunch, dinner, then needing to have two smoothies a day on top of that, on top of that, and, you know, packed with oatmeal inside the smoothies, and then also realizing, oh, I haven't hit my carbs. This is crazy. This is literally crazy. So I told Megan, I was like, I don't trust this at all. (laughs) And at the time, she wanted me to send her a photo every other week, and I told her, I'm sending you a photo every every week just in case that doesn't go right so which it went completely amazing and I saw great results and it really transformed my relationship with food and had me see how incredibly brainwashed I was it was like I know the sky is blue I also know carbs are bad like that is was a fact because Mm. it was such a reality in my life and I see that for so many women, including my friends, right? When I'm going back for seconds or I'm eating a ton and they're like, how are you eating so much? I'm like, how How are you not, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So will you please, I know you're so passionate about this piece. Will you please share your thoughts around it? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, it's really just diet culture, right? And this is how the industry sells us is by saying, because they have to make it like, they have to make it spicy. They have to make it, something that's easy to kind of like put into a headline and say like new research discovers carbs are bad, do this diet instead. And so what I always tell people is, well, number one, people have been eating carbs as their primary source of fuel since literally the dawn of time. Like people have always been eating fruit, beans, grains, all that. And obviously it's only within, you know, even the last 50, 60 years that we've been starting to have the kind of obesity crisis and the health crises that we've been seeing, number one. And then even number two, if we look at like the 80s and 90s, that's when everybody thought fats were bad. And it was like, okay, no fat, low fat. Um, And obviously people did just keep getting more and more overweight, more unhealthy. So then it kind of shifted to like, okay, no, actually fats are good and carbs are bad. And then now it's even shifted more into like intermittent fasting is the answer. And, you know, I'm sure it's not going to be long before we're in the kind of next trend. So the problem is that we're obviously not at all educated about how does our body actually work and how do we actually give it what it needs and what is our body even made up of? How do we get more of what we want and get less of what we don't want Um, and how to actually just be properly healthy, properly strong and look and feel great. And so that's what I'm always telling my ladies as well is that, you know, It's really about nourishing your body properly, and that means giving it plenty of fuel, right? Like your body can't run on nothing, and we've been so brainwashed to think that that's the case because, again, that's how we get sold, these trendy diets and whatnot. And even on a deeper level, you know, I think it's done very deliberately to obviously keep the population at large very sick and dependent on, you know, the healthcare system, which obviously – most of the time, it's, it's sickness care. It's not health care. <laughs> it's just treating the symptoms instead of addressing the root cause. But I think it's done especially because, of course, we all know that women in particular suffer from the messages of diet culture. So I really see it as a way that has been kind of designed by 
the patriarchy that we live in to keep women disempowered because, you know, if women are barely eating, if they think food is the enemy, if they're always starving, if they're weak um, and not feeling physically or mentally capable, obviously, you know, this keeps women from being who they're really meant to be. So, yeah, it's it's just such a game changer when you actually learn the science and actually learn. And, you know, you don't even need to go complex, just learning basic things that it's not about how much you weigh, it's where does the weight come from. Body composition is what that's called. You know, it's not just, you know, toning up. What does that even mean? It means you want to gain muscle. Okay, well, how do you gain muscle? Okay, well, you need to eat. Muscle doesn't come from nothing. It needs fuel and you need to get strong. You need to put a stimulus on your muscle in order for it to grow. So I think that that's really... What I'm most passionate about is just helping women understand how the body actually works and just telling them, you know, forget everything you thought you knew because all of that was, you know, like propaganda literally from diet culture and from our society that's that's really not trying to empower women. I mean, of course, it's it's getting better, but, you know, there's still just so much of that from decades past. Yes. And this reminds me of how had I not had you telling me, Rebecca, like, it's okay. you you need to eat more you need to eat more food is your friend food is your friend I literally would have psyched myself out a hundred percent even my trainer previously when I was in the gym for nine months would be but tell me like add this add this you know eat more and I just I was like oh, I'm afraid to look bulky I don't want to look bulky like mm-hmm. I, I don't really trust your advice like and then with Megan I really trusted her because I saw she my best friend have an incredible transformation in working with Megan. And she was telling me, you know, it's so nice working with Megan because it's sustainable. Like it's actually set and you don't go hungry. You don't go hungry. And I remember, yeah, Megan having to tell me over and over again, food is your friend. Food is your friend. And what's crazy, the other huge thing that happened is the majority of my life, at least my adult life, I was always bloated, always, Mm. always, always bloated. So I had this belief of, oh, I'm just like, I have an intolerance to everything. Mm. Like I'm just my, I have a sensitive stomach and this is just going to be my way of life. And this is pretty much normal. So it was normalized. And then in working with Megan, one thing that happened that I didn't even plan to have happen was my bloating completely went away my stomach was no longer like that uncomfortable, constantly bleh, like put like pushing out and just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden that stopped and mm-hmm. she explained why that happens. And I didn't know prior that that was going to be a benefit. And then I had the experience of it. So will you explain why that happens, why bloating goes away? Yes, totally. So a lot of the time, most women are, I'd say just in general, most women are really under eating and whether or not they're doing that intentionally, because obviously there's a lot of women like Rebecca who were kind of deliberately not eating very much for a long time because they genuinely thought that it's better to not eat that much. And if they eat more, they're just going to you know, gain a ton of body fat. But then I think a lot of women are just not really eating because they don't actually take the time to feed themselves and they also don't really know how to because they were never taught how to do that in our culture which is very you know go 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 constantly be you know like running out the door like grab something really quick like eat it while you're like running to your next job etc so all of this is just making your body extremely stressed 
And even if you don't necessarily mentally feel stressed, like you might not necessarily be like, mentally, I don't feel that I am stressed. It does not mean that your body is not stressed. And your body is going to try to show you that it's stressed in many ways. And one of them is bad digestion bad digestion. So being really bloated all the time. Um, also, like not having frequent bowel movements goes hand in hand with that. And the reason why that happens is because you're eating so little fuel. So number one, your body is stressed out. So when it's stressed, it's not going to be working properly. But the other thing is that digestion, so not being bloated, actually being able to process the food, having frequent enough bowel movements so that the food is like processing through your body, um, that costs your body a lot of calories to be able to do that in the first place. So if you're barely eating, your body thinks, okay, we need to save the energy that we have coming in because there isn't enough coming in in the first place. So we need to start slowing down the bodily processes. And one of them obviously is digestion. So since there's literally not enough fuel coming in, your body is not digesting things as well as it should be because it's trying to save its calories. It's trying to save its energy source because your body doesn't know the difference between you just not eating very much, you being on a diet versus you starving to death in the wild. And your body's number one job is trying to keep you alive. And so what it's going to do is it's going to try to make sure that it's not wasting any unnecessary energy. And good quality digestion is just not top of the survival list, right? So it's like you can survive without great digestion. But of course, we're not in a position where we're trying to survive, but your body doesn't know the difference. So that's why that happens. Wow. <laughs> so one thing we should go into right now is you said if you're barely eating, and I think it's so important to address if anyone's listening to this and, and they go, oh, that's not me because I eat a lot. <laughs> you would be so surprised. Mm -hmm. We recently did a live together, Megan and I, and we asked the women, like, do you feel like you eat eat too much? And they all, majority of them all said, yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. So it's really important that we recognize when Megan says barely eating, you may think that you're mm -hmm. eating a lot because of all the of how much we are so brainwashed around food. But then when you work with Megan or you you start to really actually look at your macros. So you just spend a week doing it of okay, this is how much protein I usually have, this is how much fats I usually have, and this is how much carbs I usually have. You will be incredibly surprised. Mm -hmm. And Megan. Um, will you share about that as well? What you what you tend to see, um, if you tend to see a common thread around women think thinking that they're eating a lot and they're not. Yes, totally. So yeah, I think a lot of people do think that they're eating a lot, and they usually think that that's why they don't have the fit physique that they want. They're like, oh, well, it's obviously because I'm eating too much. And then that fuels the like, okay, let me just continue to eat less and less. And I'll just explain really quickly also why this backfires. Because the entire point is, again, so we're talking about, you know, bodily functions and how just to be alive and do the day-to-day -day things to keep you alive, that costs your body calories. So essentially that all falls under the category, the big umbrella that is the metabolism, meaning Metabolism is how much fuel your body burns on a day-to-day -day basis to keep you alive, to keep everything running. So that means even if you literally laid in bed and you didn't move at all, you'd still be burning all of these calories from your metabolism because that's the thing that's making your heart pump. It's making your brain think thoughts. It's the digestion, et cetera, et cetera, because we tend to think of calories burning and like calories out as only 
exercise and people get really caught in that trap of like, okay, I'm going to burn a thousand calories doing this really crazy hard workout when really you should not be focusing on the calories you're burning in your workouts. You should be focusing on how can I make my metabolism as fast as possible because your metabolism is what's working for you 24-7 all the time, whether or not you actually are doing anything. And your metabolism is what's burning 70% of the calories that you're burning every single day. And then the calories you burn in a workout is actually only responsible for 5% of your total daily calorie burn. So this is the real big secret and this is why I get women to be eating more over time is because your metabolism adapts to the amount of food that you are consistently eating. So even though a lot of women think they might be eating a lot, when they actually if they were to actually log their food, a lot of women are eating somewhere between like sometimes it's as low as like 1100 calories, but let's say somewhere between like 1300 to 1600 calories a day and they might think that that's a lot. But really, as a woman who is, you know, somewhat active, you should be eating definitely, definitely around at least 2,000 calories a day. And even that is a bare minimum. And so most women are not eating even close to 2,000 calories a day. And maybe they are here and there. You know, they might have like, oh, well, I went out and had this big meal like on Saturday. But then during the week, they're like barely not eating at all. So it's it's also just that inconsistency that is a big problem. You have to condition your body to know that there's always going to be a consistent food intake. That's what makes your body feel safe. That's what makes it realize, okay, food is abundant. It's safe for us to spend these calories to have proper digestion, to spend the calories to give you plenty of energy so you can focus better. When it's getting really random amounts of energy coming into your body, it's confused and that makes it stressed as well. And that makes your metabolism slow down and not not work as well as it should just because there's not a consistent intake. So yeah, most women are you know, really still under eating by like at least 500 calories, if not even a thousand calories a day. (laughs) Wow. That was totally me. That was totally me. I'd be like, okay, I'll get the salad, hold the little wontons. And, (laughs) and I didn't even realize, well, this is what's so cool. I am briefly pausing this episode to invite you, if you are ready to access bravery and start challenging your current idea of self and take brave action to unlock a new sense of self within you so you can be a match for and manifest the life and the relationship that your soul desires, or if anything on my show has inspired you to begin the journey inside our powerful online Meet the Frequency membership. It is my best kept treasure. It is a year long membership to access multiple powerful workshops that we have, plus exclusive access to our online community to guide you and support you on your journey to love. The link is in the description and you can use our complimentary special code illuminate for $20 off. And now back to the episode. By the way, when I hired Megan, I had no idea what macros even were. I knew nothing, you guys. <laughs> I learned all of this in working with her. I, she has you track your macros the first week, and then you really learn about yourself. I learned I was living on fats. I would have a coffee with, that was loaded with coconut oil, and then also I would eat a ton of guacamole. I would just, you know, I, would, I was hungry, so at 1 p.m. I'd go to the fridge, grab guac and chips and eat that, and then I'm like, okay, I feel better. And I had no idea that I was living on fats and I was not giving my body nearly enough 
protein, nearly enough carbs. And it's actually really fun once you start to dive into it. It doesn't need to be this big, scary, daunting, intimidating, overwhelming thing. You just take it one step at a time. And what's really cool is Megan's so good about letting everyone know that this is, it's not about trying to take this structure and fit it into your lifestyle. It's, oh, how can you keep your lifestyle and also make this work for you? Will you talk a bit about that? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, just as a baseline, like I think another thing that's really empowering about when you start to get educated about nutrition is realizing that, you know, there's there's no such thing as like these foods are bad and these foods are good. Yes, there's foods that have overall more nutrients than others. And of course, you want to make sure that you are getting plenty of nutrients in your diet. But this idea that you can only eat the cleanest foods and you can never have any of these quote unquote bad foods that you can never have cookies, you can never have chocolate, pizza, you can never have any wine, etc. That's absolutely not the case. And that's why it's so empowering to realize, you know, it's actually about the amount of food that you're having. And and within that, you know, not just calories, but actually getting enough protein, enough carbs, enough fat, because each of those three plays a very different role in the way that you look and feel, right? And so exactly as Rebecca said, most people are eating like a ton of fat, eating almost no protein, and then eating you know, sometimes almost no carbs or even kind of a moderate amount of carbs. So even just swapping that makes a huge difference and you can start to notice it like right away. And that's kind of what I would encourage for anybody listening to this who feels overwhelmed about like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to eat. I don't even know how to start. Just start by eating three, at least three, if not four, proper meals a day. And so by a proper meal, I mean that there's a protein in that meal. There's a carb, meaning a starchy carb. So something like rice, pasta, potatoes, beans, quinoa can also be bread. Uh, and then also having some sort of fats and, you know, veggies or fruit. Fruit can also kind of become a starchy carb as well. So just start thinking of food that way and stop kind of just snacking because <laughs> that's also what a lot of people are doing. Like what Rebecca's talking about, how she used to eat is – a lot of women are just kind of snacking their way throughout the day and then they get to the end of the day and they're like absolutely ravenous and then they'll maybe like binge. They'll go on a crazy binge of binging a bunch of snacks or, you know, maybe it will be a meal that they like order in from somewhere. Um, but it's just, you know, completely off in terms of the macros. And so it's like if you want to start feeling really energized all day long, you want to see the body fat come off, you want to see the muscle come on, meaning toning up, Um just actually make sure that you're getting in at least those three, if not four meals a day and being like, okay, there's a protein. So, you know, there's there's chicken, there's fish, there's shrimp, beef. Um, if you want to be more plant-based, something like tempeh, seitan, some sort of protein source, some sort of carb, some sort of fat and veggie or fruit. That is the way you should be eating three times a day. Mm -hmm. And even just starting from there, you're going to already just notice such a difference in feeling so much better, looking so much better. Yes. So w when someone begins to work with you and you give them like their specific macro count, right? Because that's what she she gave me. Okay, I have these proteins, these carbs, and these fats. What are the things that you look at to decide for each person? Okay, this is going to be your, your protein count for the day. Mm -hmm. What do you look at? Yeah, so it depends on quite a few things. So number one, 
you have to sh- show me photos of your current physique. And nobody likes doing this. And I completely get it. Rebecca didn't want to do it either. Um, I do always encourage my ladies, though, just saying, like, I know this is not fun right now, but trust me, even in just a couple of weeks from now, you're going to be so grateful you took these photos because you're going to already be able to see really big changes happening, let alone in a couple of months. Um, So it's really good to document that process. Um, So when I'm able to see somebody's current body composition, I'm able to see, okay, you know, do they have like 30 pounds or more of body fat to lose? Or do they maybe only have like 10 pounds of body fat to lose? And I'm able to see, you know, do they have much muscle? Are they somebody who... Like even Rebecca, like I could tell she already did have a decent amount of muscle on her body. Um, But some people are coming to me and they've like never really done any kind of strength training. So I just see, okay, yeah, like we just got to put some muscle on you and that's going to make a huge difference. So looking at the way that you look right now. um, And then another huge thing is just understanding the way that you've been eating. So I always ask you for kind of background information about that, like, okay, what does a typical day of eating look like for you right now? How long have you been eating this way? Has there been any huge changes over the last year or two? Um, and, you know, most women coming in they're <laughs> are eating exactly kind of the way I talked about, which is like, yeah, I don't eat until two. And then it's like, just like a, a protein bar in my cupboard. And then like, I just wait until dinner. And then I just kind of like order something. So very random, like, they're not really actually eating much at all. Um, there's no intention to it whatsoever. And so always with protein, pretty much all women should be eating somewhere between 120 to 150 grams of protein per day. Um, and that's pretty much the closer you can be to one gram per pound of body weight in that amount is going to is going to be ideal. And I'm telling you right now, literally just, making this switch to actually getting plenty of protein in your diet that alone even if you did nothing else you're like you're like 80% of the way there if not more and that is going to make you just feel so much better you're going to stop having all these cravings you're going to feel so much more stable have so much more energy um body fat's going to come off muscle's going to come on um and then your fat intake should be at least 25% of your total calories for the day. You don't want it to be any lower than that because then that's gonna negatively impact your hormonal function, which is really important as women. So for most women, that's gonna be somewhere between like, let's say like 50 to 70 grams of fat a day. And then the rest of the total amount of calories you should be eating goes to carbs. So carbs kind of always just like fills in the gap. Um, And carbs is actually always gonna be the highest amount of food that you eat. And that is also very (laughs) mind blowing to people because yeah, you gotta eat, gotta be eating your protein, but actually carbs is the thing you're gonna eat the most of. Um, And the reason why is because carbs are your body's preferred source of energy. It is going to keep you full, is going to help you to feel focused throughout the day. And also, especially as I kind of mentioned before, carbs are what your body is going to draw on when you are working out to build the muscle you want to build in the first place, right? Because you're not going to be able to get as strong as you actually could be, which, and remember, you need to get strong to build muscle if you're not having carbs, because the carbs are the energy that your body is pulling on. So carbs actually get stored inside of our muscles and it's called glycogen, the energy source that it gets converted into. So when you're in the gym and you're, you know, pushing some weight and your heart's pumping, your body is pulling on that glycogen to fuel your workout. So that's actually one of the biggest reasons why having plenty of carbs is so important. And 
once you start training properly, you're going to actually really notice that difference. Like if you go do a workout and you didn't really eat carbs, you're going to get so tired. You're going to maybe feel sick. You're like not going to have any energy for that workout. Whereas if you did eat a good amount of carbs, like it's going to feel easy. You're going to feel so strong. You're going to feel really energized. Okay, perfect. Let's. <laughs> this is so good. Let's talk about training properly because I know that you have women who join who have training experience Mm -hmm. and you also have women who join who don't and who are afraid to go to the gym or who are intimidated and they're like that looks so what the heck am I gonna do so will you talk about that yes totally so there's a couple things number one is realizing that The only reason that you should be doing a whole bunch of cardio is if for some reason you want to be like a cardio athlete. Like if you are specifically training for a sport and obviously most sports are very cardio intense, but unless that's the case and obviously for the vast majority of people that's not the case, there's no reason why you should be doing a whole bunch of cardio, especially if your goal is physique. If your goal is to get really nicely toned to get, you know, the the nice definition all over your body, small waist, sculpted abs, sculpted arms and legs, popping booty, all that good stuff, nice, sexy, feminine physique. That is going to come from getting strong and getting very, very strong, stronger, so much stronger than you think you are right now. And this is one of the things that I'm so passionate about as well with women is just helping them realize that you are strong, you are capable of a lot more than you think you are. And the only reason you have no idea about this is, again, you've been like not at all educated on this topic. And if anything, you know, society, I think, really instills in women the idea that they are not physically strong and that that's something that only men are and that it's only men who have muscle and, you know, that muscle in general is a very masculine thing and it's not something women should have. But actually, the way that a man looks, you know, really, really good, the way that we kind of idolize a male physique, he's going to get those same results the exact same way that a woman is going to get her kind of ideal feminine physique. The reason that we look so different is because men have more muscle in general. And then also the distribution of the muscle on the body is very different. So men obviously have a, have much more muscle mass on their upper body than women do. Whereas women, we have two thirds of our muscle mass in our lower body. So that's why women can get a really nice, beautiful bubble butt and they can get these really nice sculpted legs. But women are not going to get like a jacked upper body in the same way that men are. So it's really important to realize, okay, I want to get toned. I want to have this sexy feminine physique. That comes from having muscle. And in order to get muscle, you need to focus on getting strong. And the way that you get strong is you consistently increase the amount of resistance you're putting on your muscles over time, meaning that does not come from cardio. Cardio is for your heart, whereas strength training, training to get strong, the best way you can do that is lifting weights. And I don't mean just lifting five-pound dumbbells, 10-pound dumbbells. I mean squatting your body weight, if not more, lifting you know a, a challenging amount of weight. And another reason that women struggle to get the results they want is that they don't give themselves access to that equipment. They don't join a gym, which I understand that it can be really intimidating in the beginning, but it is so worth it. And as soon as you just get started, you're going to really realize nobody cares. Nobody's laughing at you. Nobody's watching you. 
just follow a proper weightlifting plan. You'll get into the hang of it really quickly. And then you'll go from being afraid of it to being like obsessed with it because it becomes really fun and you start to see the results so fast. And if you're not going to go to a gym, you want to at home at least get yourself some challenging dumbbells. I always recommend if you do want to work out from home, getting dumbbells that go up to at least 50 pounds individually, meaning you have 100 pounds of weight that you could be lifting up to. Mm -hmm. So putting resistance on your muscles. And these workouts don't need to be long. They don't need to be complicated. And again, you actually might be suspicious in the beginning because it might feel like it's too easy because if you're used to doing all these crazy HIIT workouts, this is going to feel not as hard. But it's crazy that it, it isn't as hard, but it, the results are so much more profound. And that's because you're actually putting stimulus on the muscle so that the muscle grows. And that is the thing that builds all the shape and definition, not just killing yourself and like panting for breath. And all of that, by the way, actually doing all these crazy HIIT workouts, that's actually not ideal because that that's putting too much stress on your body. That makes your hormones get out of whack. Like your body just gets stressed out. So Honestly, a lot of the time with training, with working out correctly, it really is that less is more. Yes, you want to you want to get strong. You want to push yourself with the weight that you're lifting, but you want to do it really in just like very short focus bursts. So you're going to go into the gym or you're going to work out at home. You're only going to be doing five, maybe six exercises for your entire workout. But what you're going to be doing is you're going to be doing three sets of every single exercise. So let's say you're going to start with squats. You're going to do something like eight to 12 reps of squats. And then you're going to repeat that three times. Then you're going to move on to the next exercise, which is maybe something like lunges and then so on and so forth. And that's all you need to do. That should only take you 45 to 60 minutes. And you only need to be doing this. You know, I always say ideally at least four days a week is, is really what I would aim for, that you're doing two lower bodies, two upper bodies. If you have a little bit more time and you're just really keen and ambitious, you can add in a fifth day. But if, let's say, even four days is way too much, you can even do just as little as three days, you know, 45 to 60 minutes and see really, really good results and start to see them really fast. And results that last, by the way, because mm -hmm. this is the beautiful thing about building muscle is that once you put on that muscle, it's with you for life. You don't just suddenly lose it, which is so opposite from all these women who are doing all these crazy hit classes and then they're like... I got a little skinnier, but then like I ate something over the weekend and now I'm not skinny anymore. And it's just because you're not actually changing the foundation of your body. Whereas when you build muscle, you are permanently changing the cellular structure of your body. So all of the effort that goes into getting strong and, and building muscle is with you forever. Wow. <laughs> wow. It makes me think about how with me, with you, with everyone listening, it's like we're going to be we continuously get older. We're going to continue to get older. And it's like, I want to be that 70-year-old woman, that 80-year-old woman, 9100, who is has that strong foundation, who can mm -hmm. go do things with her grandkids, who can mm -hmm. go hike, who can who is active, who is strong. And it just really increases your quality of life. And it's like the decisions that we make now and just taking it one step at a time. And what was really neat about being at Megan's retreat is with other women who work with her as well is – Noticing how some women like they they get into the details like everything that you're sharing and they like geek out over it I feel and they like obsess <laughs> over it and I was I feel like I was the person I was like okay I just trust tell me what to do and I'll do it <laughs> right there which is so so neat because I feel you're able to offer like the education as well and you know this is how it works and 
also for the listeners who you can also decide, hey, like I want maybe you want Cameron Diaz arms or that's what I told Megan I wanted before I hired her. I'm like, I want Cameron Diaz arms. And um, it's exciting too to decide this is what I want to work on in my physique. Like this, this is something I want to achieve. I want to create. I want to work towards. And so, yes, there were also the vain reasons, right? Like the aesthetics and how I wanted to look. And what was really profound is the biggest benefit that I actually received was how emotionally stable I began to feel because I was eating a proper amount of food. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how much my lack of protein and my lack of carbs was really impacting my emotional states and Mm -hmm. my ability to feel stable. Mm -hmm. Also because I feel it became so normal of like, this is just life Mm -hmm. versus when you start to have this new experience with what Megan will teach you. It's like, it's almost like you're watching black and white TV your whole life and you, you, you just turn on color for the first time. And it's like, holy crap, life is very different. And so that was like a mystery benefit that I got that I had no idea was there. And I know that I've shared this with Megan and she, I know you've shared that you hear that often mm-hmm. from your women. Yes, definitely. And even in my own experience. So it's very normal to go into your fitness journey. Maybe you're already into it, but like going into this proper way, I suppose, of doing fitness Um with the intention that you want to change your body composition, you want to change your physique, you want to tone up, you want to build your booty, whatever it is, get abs. Nothing wrong with that at all. Like, it's totally fine. And honestly, as Rebecca said, like, that's kind of the fun part is like, you get to be the artist of your own body, you know, like your body is uh, the canvas and the gym and all these tools is, is the paintbrush and you get to kind of design what you want. So you get to focus on Yeah, if you do want bigger glutes, you get to like train that area a little bit more, um, whatever it might be. So that is usually the reason that people go into their journey, including myself. But as they start doing it, as they start nourishing themselves properly, as they start getting stronger, as they're, you know, being focusing on being consistent overall, but not obsessive about these things, you know, this wonderful, massive side bonus appears, which is that you just feel awesome. And you're like, wow, okay. Like I feel so much healthier. I feel so much more focused, so much more clear headed, so much more confident and not just confident because you look better. And I mean, yes, obviously that does help. And you're like, I feel so good to wear these clothes and everything, but it's, it's a deeper confidence than that. It's, it's this pride of knowing that you're actually doing the thing you need to be doing to take care of yourself. And also knowing that, you know, that you're prioritizing the self-care, that you're prioritizing the self-love. And, you know, it even just happens unconsciously. And, like, I hear that from clients all the time. I work with a lot of other online entrepreneurs like myself and Rebecca. And, you know, they'll talk about, you know, I I used to be so afraid to do a brand photo shoot and I would, you know, try to crash diet for it and it would, it would really, like, consume me. And, like, now I just feel ready to do it any time of the year. It doesn't matter because I mm-hmm. – and I – you know, get ready for it, quote unquote, by like eating a ton of food, whereas before it used to be like, try to starve myself for it. Um, Or that, you know, like, I used to be so afraid to do a live stream or to make reels because, you know, I I just didn't feel confident. I was really shy. I was really holding myself back. And like, that translated into my energy. Um, I didn't, I wasn't as enthusiastic. And then, you know, now I'm like showing up and like, I actually want to make more content. I want to come on screen more. 
because I feel so good about myself. So that is really the fun part. And it's almost like the looking good and the physique and everything is kind of just like it's it's almost like that becomes the bonus by that point. Mm-hmm. I completely <laughs> agree. And what being able to walk into your closet and grab the clothes that you used to avoid because you were insecure about certain parts of your body. Mm-hmm it dissolves and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can throw this on and I feel great. And even what's wild is it what you just said about, oh, because I'm making the decisions that support my body. I'm eating enough. Mm -hmm. I'm moving my body. I'm getting all those good chemicals from Mm -hmm. moving my body. Mm -hmm. And then you can also create, I mean, maybe some of you are already in the gym and you already have, I know you work with people who already been working out for a long time as well. And also people who are brand new. And if you're brand new, it's like you can also eventually make gym friends. And it's like a mm-hmm. lifestyle. We're going to go meet our friend later at the gym. And it's a fun way. It's like it becomes something that really adds to your life and expands and gives to you, even from a, a work standpoint, because it's going to support you in your creative creative energy, your ability to think better, your ability to make better decisions, because you are also getting all of these really important chemicals when you move your body. We're not meant to sit behind a screen. We're not mm-hmm. meant to just sit at a desk. It is so not natural for us. Mm-hmm. So I highly encourage you to move your body, to eat a ton of protein and carbs. <laughs> and for everyone listening who wants to know how to get their macros, how to also have consistent support and to have you and Voxer saying <laughs> – food is your friend. (laughs) What does that process look like? Yeah, totally. So the program is a complete one-to-one coaching program. It's completely designed to you because every single person, every single body, every single lifestyle is completely unique. And we really make sure that we're starting where you're currently at. So we figure out, you know, how much are you used to eating right now? Okay, now let's just take it one step at a time and slowly start increasing your food intake gradually. And, you know, realizing that as you eat more food, that's actually going to benefit you because it speeds up your metabolism. It gives you enough fuel so that you can build muscle. And the more muscle you have, not only the more toned and all that good stuff you look, but also the more muscle speeds up your metabolism as well because it it costs your body so many calories to have muscle in the first place. It just demands more energy than body fat does. So this is what we're guiding you through in the program is, you know, I call it turning you into a 24-7 calorie burning machine. And that way it's just so easy for you to actually maintain your results. And that's why it actually is so sustainable because you know, you still get to go on vacation. You still get to go out to eat. You still get to have your drinks, your pizza, your chocolate, whatever. Like, have fun with your friends. It's not this, like, I'm on a diet so I can't and, you know, it's not even working. <laughs> it's, no, I actually have to eat so much food. I have so much room in my nutritional intake to to have fun, to have this flexibility. And I'm still going to wake up tomorrow and still have all this muscle. It doesn't just disappear. So we set all this up for you. We'll we'll guide you through like, okay, here's how much we're going to start with, how much you should be eating. These are the targets. Here's ideas of what you can eat, you know, really quick, fast, tasty meals. Um, But we also explain that, you know, you don't have to follow any set meal plan because the whole point is you can eat whatever you want so long as you're getting enough protein, carbs, fats. So guiding you through that process. And then of course, also educating you, teaching you how to work out correctly. So how to lift weights, whether you're going to do that in the gym or at home. Um, 
and giving you a very clear plan going into the app that we use. And it says, okay, Monday is hamstrings and glutes. You click on it. You see your five exercises. You know, you got some squats. You got some hip thrusts, lunges, whatever it may be. There's a follow-along video demonstrating exactly how to do it. And then as you're progressing throughout the program, all of this is continually being updated based on the way your body is responding. So it's not just this like here's the program and good luck to you. It's very, very dependent on your body's biofeedback. So, you know, because what's going to happen is as you start eating more, as you start training properly, working out smarter instead of harder is what I always call it, you're going to start to get hungrier. (laughs) And that's a really good sign because it means your metabolism is picking up. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep increasing your food. And then As you're getting more comfortable lifting, you know, we're going to get you doing things that are a little bit more advanced and get you lifting more weight over time. So all of this just continually gets updated. It's it's customized completely to you. And then, you know, the goal is that this just becomes kind of a second nature lifestyle that, again, you're not obsessed about like, I have to do this every single day, all day, but rather you just naturally go to the gym and lift your weights. You actually like it. It's fun for you. You naturally know how to make sure that, you know, you're getting enough protein and carbs and you just default to kind of eating that way. Um, And so you have the complete accountability, the support, the customization. Really, you literally have everything that you need to be successful. The only thing that we ask from you is, you know, that you are are ready to kind of follow our lead and that you're going to be coachable, that you're going to ask for help if you if you ever feel confused about anything and, you know, we'll always adapt it to you. Yes. And I can attest to that. (laughs) Absolutely. And the link is down below in the description to learn to apply for to coach with Megan. And then also the link to her Instagram is down below as well. And she posts a ton of fun content. I highly recommend you go look, especially at the reels where she shows what she eats in a day. (laughs) It's wild. It still blows my mind. She's visiting and I love I feel like I'm eating even more and more. So thank you so much for coming on, Megan, and for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge. And I know that it is going to continue to make a difference. And my wish is that all of the listeners allow what Megan just shared with you to become a reality in your life, like not not just an inspiring message, but something that you actually get to experience in your life where you get to feel the freedom and the power with food and to feel wonderful in your body. So thank you for being here and for sharing everything. Yes. Thank you so much, Rebecca. And thank you ladies for listening. And I'm so excited for you to empower yourselves around food, around training properly and to be mind blown by the transformation. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, baby! (laughs) Thank you. Mind blown. I hope you enjoyed the episode and you can find a ton more free tips on my Instagram under Rebecca Boatman. If you are curious about my online membership and community, you can click the link that is in the description and see the page that explains everything you get to support you on your journey to attracting and building a healthy relationship. And I hope to see you inside.